Greek, you have joined us on a very, very exciting episode of Talking Nuts. I have no idea why it's so exciting. I'm just telling you it is, so you stay listening. Oh dear, I peeked behind the curtain too much. I am 50% of your most excellent co-hosts. I am the Chief. I am joined, hopefully, by the other 50% on the other end of the airwaves. Yeah, you see, I left it a I little knew bit longer there, didn't I? I a little pause, a scumbag. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, each week's going to be a little bit longer now. Until I decide to mute you or cut you out myself. <laughs> How are you doing, no, Chief? Never happened. <clears throat> yeah, I am good. I've just got back. Uh, apologies to Parky. I, I delayed the recording a little bit because I was at the Weatherspoons having breakfast. It's just, um, it's just the dream. It's just yes, the dream. Yes, well, listen, I, I talked to my man Ben Flying Retro quite a lot about this, but uh, we go through scenes. We had a big Skelectric scene, then we had a big action figure scene, trading card scene, uh, we're in a comic scene, and he's like, what's your next scene, Chief? I don't, what, what are you going to be into next? And I've decided my new scene is Weatherspoons. <laughs> so uh, the goal is to have at least one meal a day in a Weatherspoons pub. And is that, because the Weatherspoons, I mean... I think depending on where you live, they 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 kind of they do like a meal deal, don't they? And then you yes. can get so you can get like a burger and a pint, or a yes. curry and a pint for a certain amount. Now, do they you do? Have they got? To, have they, do they do breakfast and a pint yet? Uh, well, you say that, but um, n- no. But should we explain what a Weatherspoons is to our, our our foreign listener? I guess yeah. I guess we should. I guess we should. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want, do you so want to what, take I it away? I get, well, I don't know what it is. I guess it's just it's just a chain of. I don't, why are they so cheap? A, a chain of pubs that serve incredibly cheap food and drink. They do. So yeah, they, I think they run on economies of scale, don't they? So they, right. they they just they just got like a massive. They got like one in most towns. There'll be a spoons, um, and yeah, I think just because they can buy. I think someone once told me. I don't know whether this is true. One of um one of our regular listeners, um, Fraser. He is a uh, he's a former <clears throat> Weatherspoons employee. So might be able to kind of write in to the email address and tell us why Weatherspoons are so cheap. But I did hear once that they, they kind of buy like end of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, like stuff that's about to go out of date. And then, sure. and then they know they can, they can slog it out on the, for the 9am crowd that come well, in. Listen, I was in there uh, Monday evening and I had a, I had a pint of, what was it? Was it Green King IPA? It was £1.77. <laughs> are you actually joking me one pound 77 <laughs> i was in central london the other week and i think it was like six pound 90 a pint yeah yeah i, I remember I, so i lived when i lived in in um in southeast london in forest hill i lived right next door to Weatherspoons. like i would be woken up most nights either by um arguing or or the bottles being emptied yes now and, i um, will say this my missus i kept saying to her let's go for Weatherspoons for breakfast she's like she will not go because Weatherspoons pubs do have a reputation for being a bit rough and ready. Yeah, I know. I Perhaps know due to the one pound seventy-seven pints. <laughs> I think. I think the reputation is um, is uh, that they, they, you know, they're they're kind of I, I don't know. They're I wouldn't say they're rough. They're very ready. You know, you can get your food yeah. in like under three minutes, which is kind yeah. of quite. Well, look, I will sometimes. say this morning uh, at eight thirty a.m. when I was in bre- having breakfast, there were two people with a pint already at eight thirty a.m. Yeah, and I think a lot of people who go into a Weatherspoons early, they they do a two pint order to start, so they'll get their gotcha. they get two pints and, and get down. When, when, so I used to, when I used to live in Forest Hill, they had um, one of the great things about about a spoon, and I don't want to over kind of marketise them because they do have obviously some political issues. So I don't want to kind of um, 
get too kind of like celebratory sure. of them. However, there's a few a few good things that they do. And one of them is they convert these um, they convert like kind of old buildings um, yes. in, into well, pubs. This in, one the, that I was in this morning was a cinema in the fifties. Yeah, and the, and the one in Forest Hill was it's the Capitol Cinema. It's beautiful old built like beautiful old building. Yeah. Um, and this was so this is Zone Three London. So you know <clears throat> we're we're not too far away from you know the centre of the earth. And a pint of Ruddles, one pound sixty in yes. Zone Three London. It's, it. it's yeah, it's insane. Now, uh, so yeah, the... so I had I had a I had a vegetarian breakfast, six pounds forty, and that was three corn sausages, two fried eggs, beans, tomato, mushroom, three hash browns, two slices of bread or two slices of toast. Incredible. And was your, coffee, was your coffee included in that? No, the uh, breakfast muffin deal includes a free refill coffee, but the breakfast itself mm. doesn't. So I did buy a uh, coffee, which was £1.2p, and that is free refills. So I had three. <laughs> I had a flat white, a decaf mocha, and a black Americano. Love it. I, 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 I like the decaf sandwich you've got going there. <laughs> What's the point just, in just, that? Just, what was just the to, point? Just to temper it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Chief's the, world. Yeah. This is so like on your on, in this new scene. Yes. I, I need to tell you, you might not, might not know this yet, as the scene might be new to you. And I mean, I'm not I'm not in the Weatherspoon scene. However, no, the mothership, the Weatherspoon's mothership, yes, is in Ramsgate, Chief. Is it's it? The, it's the biggest Weatherspoons in the world. It's right here in my hometown. Well, I'm coming there. You better yeah. believe that. Oh, mate, you have to come down. The Victoria Pavilion. It's yep. a, again a beautiful old building. It was once a Billy Smart Circus. Um, right. and existed before that as well. And it sits right on the seafront. Um, yeah, but the worst thing about Weatherspoons is, um, so although it's the biggest Weatherspoons in the world, it's a real kind of, you know, um, tourist attraction. What's it called? Because certain... obviously we, we're saying Weatherspoons as if people think all these pubs in every town are called Weatherspoons, but they actually have their own distinct name, don't they? So the That's one the, I was yeah, in yeah. was called The Whispering Moon. Okay. Uh, what's, your, what's your one in Ramsgate called? It's called uh, the uh, the Royal Victoria Pavilion. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I didn't realise that was the actual name of it. I, I thought it ah. might be called, like, you know, the Dog and Dagger or something, but yes. it is just called, yeah, the... Um, the okay. uh, and uh, But the worst thing about Weatherspoons is you can't take your dog in. So, oh, no. like, you know, Ramsgate is an exceptionally... You come to Ramsgate, there are dog dogs heavy. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, there's also a lot of dog crap everywhere yes. as well yes. um so you, you can't take your dog into a weatherspoon so okay. although i have this weatherspoons on my doorstep the biggest in the world that's yep. probably got like the most you know each weatherspoons has its own distinct carpet yes. um but they all share the same crockery um that's true yeah 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 and um but I, i've never been in because i can't take my dog in and like, i'm not going to go into a pub where i can't take my little bird so okay um, yeah all right yeah but anyway well, that's the royal anyway. pavilion's loss i guess well, you come down yeah. and you can go in, get get your brekkie, get your coffee. Yeah. Um, maybe I can leave Lucy, not the Lucy, outside with Bella. I can yes. nip in, get myself a one pound sixty ruddles, um, <laughs> and uh, I, might, I might, I might, you know, um, I might sandwich it with a ruddles lucky saint, you know, an alcohol free beer, and then go yeah. back to an alcohol beer. So I like it. I like, it. I like your... it. You're on the chief train of thought there. <laughs> the chief train of thought. I call it the pointless sandwich. <laughs> 
like it. You know, as you were saying, what's the Weatherspoons called in, in Ramsgate? And I was like, kind of, you know, vigorously Googling it, um, desk, desk research, <laughs> desk researching what it's called. On the spot, yeah. There are, so I Googled it, and there are there are videos of people inside this Ramsgate. It's like, we yeah. visit the world's largest Weatherspoons, and it's yeah. shocked, and I don't know where the, where the, where the headline goes. There's, the open, <laughs> there's an opening day walkthrough, BBC South East, it's the largest Weatherspoons pub in Britain. Anyway, I hope that's enough for you to, um, to, to wet your whistle and to get down Absolutely. to Ramsgate soon for a, for a trip, oh. Chief. Incredible scenes, incredible scenes. Um, well, listen, that is that's the end of the pod for today. I hope you enjoyed yeah, that. No, we, Weatherspoons-based pod. Weatherspoons-based pod. What have you been up to? <laughs> Not much, actually. Do you know what? I did run round the Weatherspoons this week. I've joined okay, the... Okay, there's I've more Weatherspoons chat. I've joined I've joined the local running club because um, I, I, I really can't be asked to run by myself. I've got no self-motivation to do it. Yes. Um, and I'm quite new in town as well. I thought, you know, meet some people. Yeah. Um, so I've joined um, a local running club called, called the Coastal Striders. Um, oh. And so uh, we, we start up at the top of the cliffs and you, you kind of run around and all the streets around, around Ramsgate and on the seafront. Um, and one of the, the, the routes we did this week was a, a run around um, the world's biggest biggest weather spoons you sure did um, yeah and so that that's pretty much the highlight of my week chief i've been i tell you what, i've been sea swimming as well I've, I've been trying to keep that going um we're into now what is it the 10th of november yes um, so i've made it to the 9th i've not been in today it is freezing like it is freezing and i think the only reason why i'm doing it is is because i like doing stuff because it means i can buy new equipment to do that stuff because you know Love that. As, as, a, as sort of a, a middle-aged white man with you know a, not a not a bad paying job it's not great but at least it gives me a bit of disposable income yep i can buy stuff um so i think what i've got on the horizon is i want to get one of these and you see if you live within two kilometers of a seafront you'll see um uh, usually a certain demographic of people who will walk around the town center and they're wearing these big what they're called dry robes and they're these big kind of like changing robes you can literally they're so big and you can get changed inside them yeah um, no, but they the cost ones. a they cost a fortune um and so what I'm doing is that I want to be able to kind of justify being able to buy one of those. Um, but I also know that as soon as I buy it, I'll stop going into the sea. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at least I'll have one that I can then stick on vinted and sell for about a tenth of the price. There you go. There you go. Well, keep us updated. Keep us updated. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, oh, Thanks, tell you what I've not done. I've not checked the emails. If you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us. If you've been to the world's largest uh, weather spoons, please let us know. Uh, you can get in touch with us. It's We Talk Peanuts at gmail.com you can hit us up on uh, x formerly twitter at talking nuts or talking peanuts over on the instagram let me just quickly check the account we talk peanuts at gmail.com i love this nothing, <laughs> nothing. That's, that, 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 that in fact that was not even it had the potential to be that was the most exciting part of that podcast yeah that two nothing seconds from between. nothing leaves nothing um okay well listen uh, i have got a snack yes Peanut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show, gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. Okay, have you got your phone with you or is it downstairs charging? No, no, I've got both phones with me actually. Um, oh no. I know. Right. Uh, the, the digital detox isn't doing good, so I'm now walking around with two phones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, I'm sending you this picture. Okay. Oh, here it is. Look. Um, They're called the... Crixy Crispy oh, wow. Coated Peanuts. Crunchy taste for a zesty fest. Mm. 
Mm, I'm not sure tips. if they were hoping that was going to rhyme, but it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's another one of these um, brands from overseas that sort of it kind of it, it swaps between English language and like their sort of like the kind of like their home language. You got it. Um, Sips yeah. fistic. I mean, what Produced is that? Produced in Turkey. Wow. There we go. Actually, that does look that does look Turkish. Okay. Yeah. So, it's as you've probably seen them. You get these in bar snacks, maybe even in Weatherspoons. Uh, peanuts oh, yeah. in kind of a crispy shell with a dusty coating. Um, what flavour was I hoping for? I'm not sure. It doesn't say what flavour. You know, you normally <laughs> get barbecue or spicy. Just yeah, crispy yeah. coated. Yeah. It says a zesty fest, as you said. Yeah. So, I mean, is, is it like... I'm getting a, zero like zest a, out of this. <laughs> zero zest. Um, right. It's not even a fest. It's I've like had two. Fest. I've had two, and I'll be honest with you, that's enough. Um, oh, no. So I'm going to post these to you, Parky. Let me know your postal address. Yeah. Um, or you just your address. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, <laughs> as a... God, they're bloody horrible. As a no. snack... I'm giving them. I'm giving them two out of ten. Yeah. As a peanut snack, based on the fact that I can taste zero peanuts, I'm giving it zero out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. As a peanut strip, um, they're kind <laughs> of slightly off-shaped of Charlie Brown's head, but they are. <laughs> I'm going to give it three out of ten as wow. a peanut strip. Wow. So that's the highest of the three scores. That is the highest of the three, and there is a there is a little kind of cartoon peanut in the bottom. Yeah. In the bottom right, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <coughs> the one thing I want to kind of bring out from this, uh, as I'm always when people send me photos, I never look at what they're the picture of what they're sending me. I always like look around to see what's happening, um, and I'm just looking like around your keyboard and under your screen. It's amazing. You see a so Greg's, you've, you've, a Greg's come coffee from, cup. You've come back from Weatherspoons with a Greg's. <laughs> no, that was yesterday. Oh, I went for okay. a Weatherspoons breakfast. Yeah. And then I was walking up to town to get some post-it notes. And I was like, oh, look, there's a Greg's there. And so I popped in and got a bacon roll and a Greg's coffee. Look, Chief, you are just like, <laughs> like you're, you're this, this, I mean, like living without living without a job in a kitchen is yes. like, it's, it's, it's really working for you. Well, <laughs> I've put on four kilos in two weeks. <laughs> That's not even a joke. Uh, so my new goal is to try and hit 100 kilos. Nice. That's a, that's, a good, 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 that's a good goal. A weight gain based diet. I've, weight um... gain based diet. Based life. Weight gain based, based life. life. Yeah. But yeah, what I love is that it's next to the Greg's Coffee is that is there's like a, a little sellotape dispenser as well. Yeah, that's a scotch tape, I mean, magic tape dispenser. I, actually, you know, although I find that funny to see, I guess that's kind of, that's not so obscure, is it, to have a desk? Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't make out what else is around there. There's a pen. Yeah, yeah, so is that a pen? That is a yellow pen. Yeah, that's um, one of the uh, Stabilo, you know, the... Um, Stabilo ones, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know the school. Yeah. Smooth Anyway. Runner. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to take a picture next week of, of the loft, Parky, and we can decipher what's in the picture. I'd There's love a few that. nice things up here for you to try and decipher next time. Oh, Mate, it's a new uh, game. It's a new game on the greatest <laughs> Peanuts-based podcast that sometimes talks about peanut strips the world's ever seen. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it. Uh, you'd, perhaps... you'd be really bored of what's in my background. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't send it to me. Um <laughs> we should probably talk about some peanut strips. Uh, what is, we'll start as always, January 1952. What are your overall feelings about this month? Well, I'm just sending you a picture. You're sending me a picture of what's in his background. background. 
you won't see anything. It's just mostly mud. Big also, feet. listen, quick aside here. Well, I think we have to... I've got two goals in life right now. One is to get to 100 kilos. And two <laughs> is we should definitely go to the Charles Schultz Museum. Yeah. So that's it. That's interesting because, like, yeah, I, I, there was... Um, they, they just launched their new exhibition. Drums. I, I see drums in your background. That's it. That's all I've got there. And you've got your drums. hood up. So you're either your gangster mode or you're cold. I'm cold. This is why okay. I need one of my um, these dry robes. Sure. Um, yeah, that I'd wear indoors. Yeah, I should just put up the heating, but you know, tight. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, the Charles Schultz Museum—they got yeah, they they got a 1950s um, decade uh, yeah, exhibition at the moment. Very cool. It's cool, isn't it? And like, it's it's great. I think I think they got that five. Um, they had five strips on that sort of like homepage, and I think I I kind of remember two of them. Yeah. Well, like even though we we're only at like 19, well, well, we just entered 1952, which is like well exciting. Um, I, I love it. Um, so yeah, I think we, yeah we need to do um, we need to save up and have a yeah. funded if there's any Weatherspoons based sponsors out there yes. um, who want to sponsor we might this need podcast. to start a Patreon or something because um, in my current financial situation buying some <laughs> flights to the US of A just to go and see a Charles Schultz museum might not go down too well in the, in the household but no, 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 we shall see. No. And as that, um, some airlines are bringing in weight-based like ticket prices, um, <laughs> your, your your Homer Simpson-style desire to get into like a you know, disability allowance. Is a, oh, that's a great a, episode. Where he's got the Dom DeLuise hat. <laughs> the Moo Moo. Yeah, the Moo Moo. Oh, incredible. Triple, uh, yeah. I'm going to do um, it. What, next time you see me, I'm going to send you a picture of me in one of them hats and one of them Moo Moo's. Yeah. I <laughs> Don't think I'm joking because I'm not... I love it. I love it. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, Charles yes, Schultz is 1952, January, what are you saying? Yeah, this is... A, this is a, so I've given this a 6 out of 10. I thought... Sure. I didn't think it was a great month, if I'm honest, but um, we have got some great... For, for me, I did pick out some real highlights. It wasn't a very funny month, um, I didn't think. There wasn't many no. that kind of really got me laughing. There were a few, um, and we'll talk about them, but... Um, I think firstly in this month uh, of January 1952, we get Sundays. We're, 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 yes. we're into our seven days a week yep. um, peanut strips. So um, I always did wonder with these books that we've got, um, why the, why we get to 1952 and we're still not halfway through the book. Well, there we go. Now we've got our Sunday strips. So yep. the, you see, you're just getting more bang for your buck now, aren't you? Correct, um, correct. So I, get, I love the Sunday strips. Um, the, this month's a return of Shermie. There's a lot of, of Shermie, yep. there's a lot of Shermie in this month, um, and I'm I'm for it. I'm really for it. I love okay. to see it. You know, there's a bit. It's kind of dialed back a bit of like the. It was becoming a bit of the Charlie Brown Patty Show peanuts, um, yeah. for like in 1951. So start of 1952. See the see the return of Shermie. I'm, I'm yes. all for it. Hopefully, you'll see yep. more of that. Um, yeah. Charlie uh, Brown's wardrobe this month, Chief, is. Yeah. I think maybe we need to start. Maybe we need to have like a special section in this podcast for. For Chuck's wardrobe, because I mean, I think I've counted five different hats um, that he sports. He's the hat master. Here. He's yeah. the hat master. He's got two different stalkers: a brown one and a, and a, and a white one. Sure I mean, does. I mean, yeah. that's, that's incredible um, scenes. Um, yeah. I think I think what takes it down is not the fact that there's not so much humour, but also it's sportless. Um, it is I sportless. think there's there's uh, there's two. Well, there's, there's, there's one there's no... baseball-related strip. Oh, is it? I missed that. Uh, Charlie Brown makes hockey. a snowball. Yeah, that is true. And, and also, there's one, there's one with the same with... weight and regulation size. As <laughs> that, that is a, true. Uh, major yeah, yeah. league size and weight. Yeah. Okay, so there are two because there's one where he's with he gives Schroeder a, or sees Schroeder's new hockey stick as well. That's right. Yeah. So um, complete lies from Parky there with no sports. 
but anyway. there's no uh, there's no sort of sport happening. No, but although there's base there's they 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 talk about baseball and hockey. Yeah. Um, now, yeah but anyway, that, that, how about in, yourself? I'm giving it a four. I think it is Oof. hands down the weakest month I've read so far. Oof. Like yeah. easily because uh, very very light on laughs. Uh, and also, I, I am not a fan of the Sunday Strip. I'll be honest with you right now. Really? I think it's a really weak addition to the Strip. Too mm-hmm. many panels makes for a very different type of Charlie Brown, a very different type of Peanut Strip, and yeah. one that I don't particularly want. Yeah. It, Massive it feels, conclusion It feels less <laughs> like a newspaper strip and more just like a comic strip rather than yeah. a newspaper strip yeah yeah I, I i sort of I, yeah i can't argue with those points chief like now um, now i'm not saying that uh, as years progress that that will not grow on me and schultz will change the way he does the sunday strips because i can't, honestly can't remember but right now with the introduction of these it feels less peanutsy than i wanted it to feel okay yeah 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 that's that's um yeah I, I can't argue with that and i do think like th- this first month although i'm glad to see the sunday strip i don't actually think these Sunday strips were, were very good. In fact, most of them could have been condensed down into a four-frame strip. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there is I'm, there is one which I've got in one, of, and it's one of my favourites sure. this month. Um, yeah. Well, but look, anyway. Parky, there's probably only two strips here that I want to talk about. So it's going to be the Parky oh show word. today. Oh it's going to be the Parky show today. Yeah. Um, so t- take us away. So I'll crack on. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do the point. We'll do the pointless sandwich yep. um, of, of peanut strips. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so Wait I, a minute, I've got to write that down. I've got to write that down as a T-shirt. <laughs> the pointless sandwich. I liked um, so the, the one which made me laugh, and I thought this is good. I thought we we're in for a good month. Um, I did quite like so the first one of the month. I'm not going to talk about it, but I just liked in frame two of um, the first of January. I like the fact that Charlie Brown's being chased by this snowman, and the snowman's got like a really kind of you know the kind of like f- uh, the flat face emoji. He's, like, he's got like the snowman showing no emotion. Not that you expect yep. a snowman to show emotion, but I just quite but like the did, fact that did, Yeah, an, a, an odd choice for, let's assume Charlie Brown's made this snowman, an odd yeah. choice for an expression for Charlie Brown to use. <laughs> I love it. So that, that did make me laugh. But the first strip, I, I liked um, the 3rd of January. So I thought we were on for quite a good strip as well, because I also like the strips that are in the snow. Yeah. Um, so in this strip, we see Charlie Brown and Patty uh, sitting in a sleigh, sleigh or sledge, um, mm. And they're sure. they're at the top of a very very small hill, which is obviously a small hill. I mean, this if if Charlie Brown was to stand up on his own two feet, this hill would be about the size of Charlie Brown, head included. Um, so yeah. it's not a massive hill, and um, so they're sitting both of them at the top of this. He's like ready, and then in frame two we've got hang on, and like we've got a worried look on Patty's face, yeah. um, and then the sled goes down sled sledge or sleigh. There's three. Mm. The the sled goes down the hill, um, and it. It's it's the hill so small that the sled has reached the ground or the bottom of the hill, whilst yes. the back of the sled is still at the top of the hill, um, which is quite for me. It's quite a funny little visual gag, and then <laughs> Chuck's payoff. Um, and sometimes I wish we lived in the country. Yeah, so I did. I did like that one. I think uh, the gag would have worked better had in that first two panels you not have seen how big the hill was. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also quite funny the fact that they, for some reason, they've seen this hill. It's clearly not big. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they are. Thinks he anyway. can still go down it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the next one I want to bring up. It's not. It's not because it's. Um, not because it's particularly funny. 
I just don't get it, and I'm hoping you can explain it to me. Yeah, please do. No, there's one I didn't get either. Go on. It's, it's the 9th of January, and um, we see Chuck um, on a sled. Yes. Um, or a sledge. Is this, yeah, yeah, a sledge. Uh, and he's um, he's got he's been pulled along by, by Snoopy. Um, he's saying, mush, mush. Um, the next frame, we see um, we see Shermie chatting to Violet, and Shermie's holding a pair of ice skates, and he says, you know, Violet, I think you're the prettiest girl in the whole world. And she says, really? And then we see Charlie Brown enter the scene, um, yep. and he's like, mush, mush, uh, running past Shermie and, and Violet. And then in the last one, we see Shermie, like, angry, um, with his fist fist what cocked what's it fist clenched yeah. that's it i'm um, ready to punch charlie brown and charlie brown's like what did i do what did soup he do in the, soup in the background what did he do the only thing i can think of is the fact that he disrupted this moment um between shermy and violet but it seems like really weak uh it seems really weak for, to, to base the whole gag on that um so yeah, i didn't know whether there it. was if you say so you didn't get it either so um any listeners out there who've got a theory as to why this might be possibly the best charlie brown strip peanut strip <laughs> in the history of 50 years and me and chief are staring at it not getting it please or let us it know. or it's just a bit of a lame um yeah do, do let us know um so yeah get uh, i had a couple of um what's the observations that i've put down for these first couple of weeks um yeah go, take it away chief what have you got for us that you don't like so <laughs> <laughs> No, so I'll tell you the ones I, I do like is right at the end. It's literally the last strip of the month, January 31st. Oh, yeah. And Charlie Brown is on the ice rink. I will say as well, uh, much more detail in these strips than we, we've said that a couple of months now in a row. But Ch uh, Schultz is really putting in a lot of backgrounds, a lot of depth of perception, a lot more detail on the clothing. You know, he's really gone to town a little bit, a little bit more here. But anyway, Charlie Brown is on the. Uh, a frozen lake and in the background you see Shermie and Charlie Brown says uh, gee everybody can skate better than I can and then panel two he sees Patty and Violet and they're doing pretty well they're, they're you know they've got their knees bent there they've done some big push-offs and Charlie Brown in the background says even Patty and Violet look at look at them go it's so discouraging and then panel three Charlie Brown's cocked his head to the side he's got an exclamation mark as off goes Snoopy in four <laughs> ice skates eyes closed just gracefully gliding along and then panel four uh charlie brown is throwing the skates over his shoulder and he's like that did it <laughs> snoopy looks great doesn't he oh it's incredible yeah. i mean for that panel alone that 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 way snoopy's been drawn you know it's a great great strip yeah yeah yeah. yeah like uh, another one another one i did actually like was on the i'm going back in time a lot of snow-based gags here yeah uh, and a lot of i do like one of my favorite recurring characters is the snowman <laughs> so he makes a good appearance in that first strip or third in the, in the sorry first strip he made yeah. a good appearance at, at uh, patty's door last month and That's here right. on the 4th of january you see panel one charlie brown is rolling a massive snowball tongue out exasperated tongue of charlie brown effort <laughs> tongue panel two you see patty and violet and patty's gone amazing violet's gone incredible and you're thinking well he's all he's doing is rolling a ball of snow panel three for once charlie brown got for once we've got to give charlie brown credit says violet to patty then panel four that's the first snowman i've ever seen who's standing on his head and there's charlie brown sitting on a log big smile on his face and he's built an upside down snowman it's incredible 
I mean, how we got that? How we got that? Feat of engineering is ridiculous. It. I mean, if we look at it like through squinted eyes, does the snowman almost look a bit like Charlie Brown? He does, yeah. Except Charlie Brown's decided not to give him arms. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. 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 And that's, so they're your, they're your two of the month, are they? Chief? That's my two favourites of the month. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. I had um. There's a so there's a couple of things that I thought quite quite like just before I get into another full strip. There's a few yes. things I sort of found quite quite amusing that weren't really kind of that were sort of like you know not not part of the strip per right. se. They were they weren't the reason. They weren't the sort of like the focus of the gag. But um, on the second of January, yeah, we've got Char- we've got Charlie Brown talking to 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 Patty about. A dream Patty had about Charlie Brown. Yes. That night, and like Patty moves in each frame, she's moved position in her couch or in her chair. Yeah, I right. Just, I, I, you know that is, I mean, that is restlessness right there. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Know she's coming or going. <laughs> she's just the way she's coming or going. The eighteenth of January. Um, it's a strip about um, Patty and Violet okay. looking in Schroeder's wallet. Schroeder, I think, is around two years old, and I know he's like a, a Beethoven maestro in the piano. Yes. Yeah, he's carrying, but he's carrying around a wallet, and I love it. And, not and also, the- how did that wallet just jump out of his pocket? <laughs> no his one pockets, knows. Po- Schroeder, be careful, mate. Yeah. You don't live in the country. No, um, <laughs> he wishes yeah. he did. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's carrying a wallet too. I mean, he's a he's a man beyond his years, isn't he? He's quite yep, a he's quite sure. a cultured cultured little chap. Um. The 19th of January, um, Charlie Brown, again, a, a, a strip about Charlie Brown's inability to ice skate. He wants to use Violet as, a, as, his, um, as his rest um, yep. to hang on to whilst he's ice skating. Look at that back leg, Chief, of Charlie yes. Brown. His, his ACL has gone there. Like, oh, that is, that's, that. It's all over. You know, he's, yep. he's six months on the bench. He's in uh, for surgery, for sure. He's in for surgery there. Yeah, yeah. that's keyhole. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Just another small little observation, and it's about Charlie Brown's wardrobe, and it's on. It's my. This is my favourite outfit of his for the month. Sure. What and this is, the 20, this is the twenty eighth of January. Um, strip uh, frame four. He's mm. in an ER lab coat. He is like, in look an at ER him. lab look, he, coat. Yeah. He's off. He's off to kind of do some uh, some surgery. Yeah. He's like walking that. just with incredible. There. Yeah. 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 He's, 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 he's like, probably he's doing open he's, heart surgery there. He's, he's, He's on his way. He's had he's had, he's had a twenty four hour shift, and he's on there to do some yeah some some life saving surgery. Or he could be going to Weatherspoons. We don't know. In a lab coat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done a twenty four hour shift. I made a vegetarian breakfast with You've three corn sausages and a ruddles yeah. and a ruddles <laughs> pint of ruddles, <laughs> all for under a tenner. Now I do want to see that strip. So if any of you budding artists out there want to do some fan fiction and write us a strip about Charlie Brown going to a Weatherspoons in a lab coat, then please do. <laughs> I've got to see that. Yeah. Class. <laughs> um, so yeah, I spoke. I spoke a, a, a bit ago about like these these Sunday strips. Yes. Um, we should probably have a look at a few. Have a look at one. So I've got one, which is my favourite for the month, and, and yep. it sort of kind of gives me a little bit of hope that the Sunday strips are. I know they come good, and the, one of the things I do like about them is the the, the first frame for me does have that peanuts feel, um, like that sort of peanuts in big letters, and it's usually got like kind of yeah, one character in there. Um, so that gives me that gives me a bit of peanutsy feel. I remember these these Sunday strips yes. growing up. Um, so the one the one I wanted to, to talk about was the uh, the twenty ninth of uh, no sorry the twenty seventh of, of January. Yeah. Now look, um, I am sending you a picture of that because obviously you're reading it in black and white in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sending you the coloured version from 
peanuts.fandom.com uh, yeah. and it's been coloured and Charlie Brown's got the wrong colour shirt on. Yeah, I don't like it. No, I don't yeah. like it. I've seen that before, that, that red version of his yellow shirt. Yeah, um, it's not right. Yeah, no, no. no maybe, that's what, that, uh, but... that's what, maybe that's what, no pun intended, discoloured me from these Sunday shirts. <laughs> pun very much intended there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason, so the reason I like this one is it's, 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 a, it's, a, um, it's sort of like a, even though the, the, the actual payoff gag isn't that funny, there is a gag, a gag in the middle of it which, which really made me chuckle. Yeah, I actually <laughs> oh, think yeah. the payoff gag isn't too. I quite like the payoff gag. I just think there's too many. Maybe it is the color that maybe this is you know maybe this is realistic. I'm going to need to go and find the book. Maybe it is the color that's putting me off. You know. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, Let's yeah. talk yeah, about no, no, no worries. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of Charlie Brown tongue in this as well. Mm, there is. Um, so I tell you why. This is why I've picked this. Is, and this is probably my favorite strip of the month. Right. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to put it right out there. It's, it's my favorite strip. Just ten it's a, total it's a, panels here. So you're getting you know you're getting a hundred and fifty percent extra peanuts than a normal strip. Yeah. I mean, this is half of your Sunday, isn't it? You're going to sit down with a coffee, breakfast, and you're going to spend half of your Sunday just reading this strip. Um, yeah, so it yeah, starts okay. off... Got... If you're a slow reader. <laughs> so we've got the big... We've got the big... We start off with the big Peanuts mm. frame intro and it's it's Violet um, on the right-hand side of this big sort of kind of big frame. Landscape panel, isn't Landscape it? Yeah. frame. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thanks, Chief. Right. Um, she's sitting on the right. She's looking left and she says, let's play Blind Man's Buff. Yeah. Um, Charlie Brown, is, he's sitting against the tree or standing against the tree, hands in pockets. He's like, I've never heard of this game. We've got Patty in the background um, with her, her elbows on her knees, sitting on a like a log. And then Violet's like, you've never heard of Blind Man's Buff? Um, and Pat, as Violet's like tying the, the blindfold around Charlie Brown's big feet, I mean, that must have been a lengthy piece of fabric. Oh, they had to, they had to, to get search for days to find some <laughs> bit of fabric big enough to go around his head. This game is right down your alley, and this gag really makes me laugh. He goes, "That's good. At least I'll be near home." Yeah. What does that mean? Well, it's right down his alley. So oh, she's right. saying, "This okay. game's right down your alley. At least okay, I'll be yeah. near home." So that's yeah. that, you know that that tickled me. That did. I was like, that right. kind of caught four, me by surprise because four point expecting... five, four point five out of ten. Now, <laughs> I wasn't expecting a gag halfway no. through a strip. So no. I'm, yeah. That's so this is where yeah. this that. is the first Sunday one where I thought this is this is good use of the um, of all the frames. Um, yeah. This isn't one that could have been sort of condensed to four. I don't think. So anyway, next frame we've got um, Patty and and Violet spinning around Charlie Brown. His tongue's out. He's this disorientated tongue. Um, now we spin you around and away you go. We says uh, says Patty and then Charlie Brown next frame is like a zombie oh he's like Frankenstein's monster there yeah he is and he trying to find his way around in the, in, in the dark question marks um, disorientated tongue out again and then the next frame he's tripping over a rock as uh, Patty says don't trip over that rock uh, <laughs> Violet then says too late yeah. next frame you can see he's zigzagging weaving in towards some trees Patty says, look out for the trees. What trees? Yeah, the they're telling lot. him, the, Patty's an idiot because she's saying, don't trip over the rock, look out for the trees. You put a blindfold on him. How's he supposed to see? <laughs> this game's all wrong. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think I've ever played Blind Man's Buff, actually. No. Um, and then the next frame made me laugh, just the, the way like the legs and the arms both go around Splays. the tree. I mean, yeah. how, how he's walked into this tree, I don't know. But that, that kind of made me tickle. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at it with Charlie Brown wearing a yellow shirt with a red shirt. It's it's not going to be as funny. No. 
And then so uh, the next frame, so the penultimate frame, Charlie Brown's sitting down. He's like, phew, uh, Patty and Violet are running over to him. Um, we'd better take the blindfold off, says Patty. Violet says, he'll kill himself. And then the blindfold's off. And then Charlie Brown's like, why are we stopping? That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> like it. That's that, 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 was a good, that was a good strip for me. That was a good half of a Sunday yep. spent reading yep. that strip. Yeah. Five hours yeah. on that strip. Analyzing. Five hours on that strip. <laughs> yeah. Um, Apparently yeah. days are now 10 hours, so no, that's not right, is it? 12 <laughs> hours on that strip. <laughs> um, I've got one other one which, which yeah. sort of kind of, um, uh, which sort of rang true for me just because it, it's, um, it reminded me of many a frustrated Kellogg's campaign when I was a kid. Yeah. And he's cutting out the the, the coupons on the back oh, of the I did cereal that. box. Oh. Yes. And you're, you're just so hopeful as a kid until you do the math. And then Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Brown is, um, and, and this is like, so this strip for me sums up that frustration. Yeah. Um, so we see, um, this is, by the way, on the 21st, 25th of January. Yes. We see Charlie Brown sitting at a desk or a table. Um, Patty's uh, on the other side of the table. And Charlie Brown, pencil behind the ear. He's hard at work here. He's got yep. um, a cereal box. And he's, if I can save 2,000 of these box tops, I can get a tricycle. That's he says, a lot of box tops. I mean, That is a lot of box tops. But in your kid's head, you're thinking straight away, you know, possibly, you know, in a few months, I'll have a new tricycle. All I have to do is eat cereal. This yep. is win-win. I mean, and look, Charlie... if it was that cocoa butter uh, peanut crunch cereal, I was even eating a box a day. So... <laughs> It's like a motorbike within three weeks for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so second frame, we've got Charlie Brown. He's t he's pulled the pencil from behind his ear. Interesting that he puts the pencil behind his left ear. Yes. Even though he's right-handed. But anyway, so he's I've got it's all figured out. He says I eat about one box of this stuff every week, which is you know pretty pretty weak according to Chief. Um, <laughs> that means I'll have enough box tops by the time I'm forty. <laughs> And he says, and what am I going to do with a tricycle when I'm 40 years old? Yeah. <laughs> with a pencil in his mouth with the sort of kind of contemporary. But thought. I don't feel that's <laughs> going to stop him. Even though he's come to that realisation in panel four, I think no. switch back, you know, panel five, and he's like, right, I better get started. Yeah, get yeah, started. Yeah. And then, and then, so, yeah, again, that's the, on the fan fiction, if we've got any um, Charlie <laughs> Brown riding a tricycle when he's 40 years old. Yes, please, um, send it in to us. We, we, we want to see that. To his yeah. job, what, what would he be working as? I don't know. Well, he's got a lab um, coat. So, listen, on the basis of, so I started at four, the Peanuts uh, Sunday strip, a gag, and the closing uh, gag, a closing um, gag at the end of the strip and in the middle of the strip, put it up to a 4.5. The lab yeah. coat gives it another quarter point, and that particular January 25th strip gives it another quarter point, so we're up to five. Up five to out five. of ten. Yeah. Five out of ten. Yeah, I think um, after talking to you, I'm coming down from six to a 5.5. .5. Sure. <laughs> so the first time this has happened. And just actually on the, on the, um, on the sort of the, 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 the serial tokens, uh, I don't know whether you actually collected any, um, but I remember once when I was a kid, my sister, I had two older sisters, and they both loved Wham!, um, yep. You know, the band with Andrew Ridgely and George Michael. Yes. Um, and so um, they got, they tried to, they tried to force me as their younger brother. And I'm talking, they're much older. My older sister's 12 years older than me. Sure. My youngest, my, the younger of the two is still eight years older. Um, and they once bought me to Blackbush Market. Do you remember Black? I oh, know you would have done because this was, do you remember Blackbush Market? Mm, I uh, think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, near Blackbush Airport in, in Hampshire. And they brought me there. It was a massive market. It eventually got closed down because it's just riddled with drugs and guns. Um, <laughs> right. But when I was a kid, I didn't I see any of that. I don't know why that's funny, but yeah. <laughs> and my sisters bought me a pair of Wham sweatbands. 
and I wouldn't say they forced me to wear them, but they certainly encouraged me to wear them. So I had to walk around with these Wham sweatbands. Um, and I remember I was, I was, I'd have been 11 years old because I was in year three at middle school. Yep. Um, and I remember swapping these Wham sweatbands for 10 Weetabix tokens with a kid called Timothy Reeks. Yep. Um, and I don't really know what those tokens were for, but I remember Tim trying to sell them as like, oh, you can get this if you just get some more tokens, you'll be yeah. able to get this. I don't know why I didn't even eat, eat Weetabix. I hated Weetabix yeah. as a kid. It's r- rubbish yep. cereal. But you thought I'd um, get rid of these Wham sweatbands. Get rid of these Wham sweatbands and get something with a, you know, I might just have to sacrifice, you know, some Weetabix breakfasts and, 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 and get something. Yep. But anyway, it never came to nothing. So in yeah, the end, I, I, think lost, I might know. I, lost... I think I might know a kid called Timothy Reeks. Well, no, I don't know a kid called Timothy Reeks, but I seem to remember that. That surname is familiar to me of a kid at school, but we would have gone to completely different schools, so I could yeah, be making yeah. that up. But maybe his Wham sweatpants made him famous. And, maybe, uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Really now listen, you, something. a yes. key point there. I'm going to go online. I'm going to buy some sweatbands today because I quite fancy bringing them back into fashion. Yeah, I like a sweatband. Yeah, yeah. Good for tennis. Like, I always wore one playing tennis. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a Celtic one. That was the last one I had. Right, Glasgow okay. Celtic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. get some chief um, yeah, and we'll text do. me yeah uh, message me let me know which ones you're going for yeah well so you can you, give it the approval you can do some desk research for me yeah do, do some yeah. desk research see if you can yeah. find some peanuts based sweatbands will do and i'll wear them to weatherspoons oh mate in ramsgate <laughs> in ramsgate yeah <laughs> love it uh, uh well listen uh, that has been january 1952 of the peanuts comic strip and we'll be back next week with february 1952 Parky's read ahead a lot of these. Uh, I'm keeping it on a one-a-week schedule at the moment, but uh, I'm actually I'm looking forward to to February. I think we're going to see an uptick. I've got a feeling we're going to see an uptick from January, but we shall see. You can also find out by going to either gocomics.com/peanuts, where you can read all the peanut strips for free, or go and get yourself some of those lovely hardback Canon Gate books. Parky, you need to start purchasing some future ones for sure. Yeah, we're coming close, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, it's getting to that time. Christmas is coming up, so I might get one. Um, Joint Christmas and birthday present, maybe. Yeah, yeah, do it. And yeah, uh, join us here next week. Same Peanuts time, same Peanuts channel. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Parky. Take care, all. See you later. Good grief. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. And peanuts soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, harder than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us, peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us, peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us, peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.